Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we'd have like everything figured out by the time we were in our 30s. Or maybe just some things. And guess what? We don't. We don't. We don't at all. But today we are going to stop and ask for directions from Gabby Dunn and Allison Raskin. You guys probably know them from their extremely popular podcast, Just Between Us. Also, maybe their YouTube channel, which, you know, a lot of their videos get like 150 million views. They also have a book, I Hate Everyone But You, that is a New York Times bestseller, and it was a bestseller in 2017. And their next book, Please Send Help, will be released July 16th, 2019. So I think these guys know what to do. They've got a little bit going on in their lives. Yes. These are badass businesswomen. And beyond that, they are best friends. They're best friends and have a podcast. And uh, we might be best friends and have a podcast. Guys, we have so much in common. We get so many emails and messages on Instagram asking us to talk about friendship or when people have a hard times within their own friendship. So we thought this would be a really fun episode to talk about the importance of female friendships. Um, none other from two women who not only are best friends, but have built a business off of this friendship. So without further ado, right after this break, we're coming coming back with Gabby and Allison. Okay, so we are here with Gabby Dunn and Allison Raskin. Hi, guys. Hello. Guys, it's like looking in a mirror. (laughs) You guys are best friends. We're best friends. Mm -hmm. You guys have your own podcast. We have a podcast. But you guys have a way better like friendship like couple name like you know like this oh, like gallison gallison it's yeah. so good because it's so good we saw that and we're like we need our like friendship podcast couple name it's and it's <laughs> just kayla or candace candace with a k yeah candace with a k it's hard to forget k kadis no it's not we need your help we need your help that's it there's no other option any listeners can you help us yeah yeah they're all kind of bad it's just kind of candace and kayla is that that's our (laughs) hashtag ours is just allison's entire name and then a g yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's cute because you're gals it works i like it i like when there's a gal in there So, so how did you gals meet 
What's your friendship love story? Let's start from the very beginning. It's a very good place to start, <laughs> said a wise woman once. Uh, we met uh, outside of an open mic in L.A. Doing stand-up. Doing stand-up. We were both doing stand-up. And they made you sign up outside. And so we were outside and I was like, I'd signed up. I was waiting and, and you came up and said hi to me. Yeah, I, I must have been feeling very lonely that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like we kind of... We, you mistook me for someone who was sort of like you, I think, because I looked pretty normal. Yeah, you didn't look like yourself. Yeah, (laughs) I had like, I had sort of like long brown hair and I, and I was very, uh, more meek. Yeah, I looked, uh, approachable, (laughs) friendly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, and then later on it was like, oh, she's just between sort of hair dye jobs. But, um, but yeah. And then, uh, Allison was very aggressive about friendship and like wanted to hang out all the time and was like there. And I didn't have a car yet. So you were driving me a lot of places. So it was like convenience, purely convenience that you became a friend. No, I was just like, (laughs) this is so, (laughs) no, you were like, you always say you were like looking for, for more friends. I'm always looking for more friends. Yeah. But then I was like, I had never had someone be so um, like, okay, we're making plans and we're going to dinner and like this kind of thing. And I was new to LA. I had just moved. Uh, That's a hard move because the city is lonely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was, it was weird um, because I was living with these two girls, but they were pretty immature. They were friends from college and I was a little bit like on the tail end of wanting to uh, you know, I'm, I was on the tail end of cocaine at the Chateau Marmont. And so <laughs> I was like, I don't really, and Allison, uh, kind of came in as this, like, like op- very opposite of me, uh, presence that I was like, I, we've kind of merged, we've kind of become more middle. Like we've, we've taken qualities of each other as time went on. But when we first met, it was like, we were very opposite, hmm. but for some reason I was just like, yeah, but this girl's funny. So I, I I disagree with everything she's saying, but it's hilarious. That's what I was going to ask is, did you judge each other based on your comedy set? And then you were like, oh, okay, she's good enough to be friends with. No, because we talked before we, we saw talked each other before, on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there's not a lot of women. So it was like nice mm-hmm. to to meet like women in comedy. And then uh, I thought you were funny. I remember thinking you were funny. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and How did you guys end up at BuzzFeed then? Together? How did that happen? I, in 2010 and 2011, I had a blog. When I was living in New York, I had a blog that was popular uh, called 100 Interviews, which is quite a throwback. But yeah, I had this blog that was popular. And um, when I moved to LA, this guy who worked at BuzzFeed, oh, I, I went to brunch with a friend of mine and he brought his friend from summer camp, which was a girl who worked at BuzzFeed. And then this guy at BuzzFeed was that they were looking for people to do like six week residencies. And he was like, I think this girl that I used to follow her blog just moved to LA. Uh, Her name's Gabby Dunn. And then this other woman had just been at brunch with me. So she was like, oh yeah, I just met her. She's great. And so then it was like just a confluence of things. And then they were like, yeah, let's bring her in. So then I, they brought me in and I didn't have like a day job at the time because I had just left one day job. So I, or well, been fired. And so I was like, yeah, please. Um, so I started working there and then we were already friends and we already had our channel that we were doing mm-hmm. together. Your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they asked, um, I think there was two things. They asked for, if I had a best friend for a video of girl best friends acting like guy best friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, I do actually. Funny you ask this is her. And, and then, how long had you guys been best friends at that point? Like a week. Like literally <laughs> we had had, Not we had long. been doing the channel for like three months. Yeah. And I was like, I have just the girl. Yeah. And then, um, and then also, uh, well, cause I knew you're funny and can act and we were already doing the channel together. And I was like trying to get eyeballs on the channel, I think. And I was just yeah. like, yeah. And then also it made sense at the time, but it also hadn't been that much time. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then also, um, they had, they had a video, they needed someone for a video because, uh, they, they had people trying whiskey for the first time and they were like, how are we going to find people who haven't had whiskey? And I was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you would wow. never have whiskey? Well, it turned out I had had it like a week before <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> but, but she, I knew Allison wasn't a drinker. Yeah. So I was like, have you well, by that chance? That wasn't really, it was more the the video that we acted in together. And yeah, then, together is what kicked us off. But you were very funny in that whiskey video by yourself. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I went down a deep dive and watched all your guys' videos this oh, weekend God. and you're hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, it's really funny. Thank you. <laughs> now, so you had just moved to LA. Yeah. 
um, Allison, you're like, let's be friends. Mm -hmm. I'm like the friendship maker. And you're just like this happy, bubbly, bright personality. Gabby, you're kind of describing yourself as like the yang to that ying. Were Mm -hmm. you ready to just come to L.A.? Did you already have friends back at home or were you just like bachelorette style? Like I didn't come to LA to make friends. Like I just came to win. She means more opposite. (laughs) Like, uh, like in terms of our values. Yeah. Yeah. So like she was also friendly. (laughs) No, I know. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I was also flirting with you, which was part of it. Yeah. But it was more like I was like at that time, like very, um, traditional and like monogamous. I'm still monogamous, but like, and prudish and like lived a very sheltered life. And then Gabby was the opposite of that. In a lot yeah. Of ways. We come from pretty different backgrounds. Uh, and so like I was uh, at the time and still am a feminist, but like at the time was like very militant and very like, uh, uh I guess loud. like, yeah, I mean, I'm still loud, but like <laughs> very opinionated. And my opinion is the only right one. Mm-hmm. And very like, um, like, I don't know. It, it was like a lot of arrogance and a lot of like um, militant social justice stuff, which hasn't super changed. I've just sort of changed the delivery mm-hmm. of the information. But it sounds like <laughs> once you guys met each other, you you said you adapted a little bit of each other and, oh, and that yeah, sort of definitely. thing. And I think that's yeah. the definition of a good friendship when you take, you know, the best of that person and kind of incorporate it into yourself and like find someone that kind of loves you for you. I remember I, I saw a planet of the apes, one of them, and I was watching it and I thought to myself, you know, they haven't let any of the female monkeys talk. And like, I would not have thought that before Gabby. Like, <laughs> I was like, why aren't the female monkeys fighting? Like, you know, And like, she just, you know, I think opened my mind to a lot of stuff that like I was on the journey, like towards and like you know had always like it wasn't like oh my god let me convert you to thinking women are equals but like you know just learning the vocabulary and the Mm -hmm. history and the importance and all of that was there a moment in your friendship where you guys looked at each other and you're like oh yeah no we're in this forever like this is officially we've had to sign contracts yeah Yeah. we've (laughs) had a lot of contracts yeah I mean it it, I feel like I always say it feels like we had a kid on our honeymoon Like we were just like very like, you know, in the beginning stages of being best friends. And then once we did that video at BuzzFeed, it was like, oh, we, oh, like they, a company was like, we can make money on this. (laughs) And we were like, yeah, okay. So we just kept doing videos together and people really, really liked us as a duo. And we were like, sure. And I was like, yeah, we're super funny. Like I liked it. I was like, yeah, this is great. We're super funny. Like this is a, this is a good thing. And people are seeing it, which is rare. Um, and so we just kept going with it, but like, I don't, we, we, I don't think we had the foundation to weather the struggles of working together. Yeah. So now that's a whole other thing because being a friend with someone and then also working with them is a completely different level Mm -hmm. of relationship. So what was that process like for you guys? Not good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had to like, that's what I mean about like the honeymoon stuff. Cause we had to like really we hadn't like found our footing as like, how are we going to work together? What's important to you? What's not important to you that like probably friendships who don't work together don't have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, we hadn't really figured that out about each other and we figured it out pretty much already as public figures, <laughs> like already like working in like television and like doing things that are big deals. And we're still figuring out like why the other person is mad, you know? And I think also there was a lot of, of like, I want out of this, but I can't get out of this. Mm. You know, like we've like felt locked into this partnership when we were not behaving in a healthy way in the partnership. Yeah. When we just hadn't talked to each other about, we hadn't discussed like what was important to either of us. And then we, but even um, when we discussed that, there was it wasn't like that one conversation changed everything. No, 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 no. There continues to be issues to this very day. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, like it's like a marriage. Yes. Yeah, it really is. Yes, and mm-hmm. um, even I remember getting. I mean, marriage is part of getting married legally. Is you sign a contract right. with right. someone. It's and you know I always told my husband before we were getting married. I was like, yeah, like I appreciate like the romance of a wedding, but like I know that we're signing up for the to join the business, our businesses of Mm -hmm. life together to make one business. And it's going to be really hard and it's going to be awesome. It can take Mm -hmm. us so many great places, but yes, you're right. That doesn't usually happen in a friendship and, and, but it really is, it, it becomes like this marriage. And what do people that are married 
do sometimes they go to counseling when they can't agree mm-hmm. oh yeah or have to work on their communication we and, are absolutely married yeah <laughs> um and you go through like phases too of like there was like I was joking there was like a period of time where we were like really mad at each other but we were like still doing videos because you have to mm-hmm. and uh and then uh, we like got it back somehow. Like, I, I think like I was with someone who was kind of toxic. So I we broke up and then Allison and I were like finding uh, being friends again. And then we were like, and I was like joking on the channel where I was like, I feel like we were like married and we were having like a lot of trouble. And then we like weren't having sex. And then you like <laughs> threw me a handy and now we're back. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like I was like, okay, we were, there was like a tipping point back to being friends too. As female business partners, what do you think were the biggest hiccups um, or in, in lessons that you guys had to learn as far as communicating about having this business and these opportunities? What were the things that you were fighting about, I guess, is the more simple? I would have the conversation with Allison in my head before I'd even had it with her. So I would stew myself up and be like, well, she and then I, she's just going to say this and then she's just going to say that. And mm-hmm. it's like without actually like giving ta- her the chance, giving her the chance to say what she's going to say. And that is like, that's so, that's such a bad idea <laughs> to just be like, to just be like, well, we've already, cause then in my mind, I'd be like, well, we already fought about it. And it's like, who, who fought about it? <laughs> that's a really good lesson to learn about yourself yeah. too, within the friendship. Yeah. So then did you guys, you had a sit down. Did you both acknowledge like, look, this is, we've had, many, we had, we've had many, many sit downs. I wouldn't <laughs> describe them as sit downs. We, yeah. We, um, we've been standing for most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. Um, yeah. I mean, there's different, I, I honestly think though, a lot of it was just growth we did individually mm. yeah. that then made us able to work together better. Mm-hmm. Like it was stuff that like I had to work through on therapy on my end and she had to work through on therapy on her end. And then it was like taking those tools and that maturity and then applying it to mm-hmm. Gallison. We were so young. We were like 24 and 25 mm-hmm. when this started. So that's like- Now we're so old. <laughs> 25 to 31. That's yeah. a huge change. Definitely. From it's, when we started. Definitely that age range in your life too, where you're growing up a lot and becoming yeah. much more mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked a lot about um, how we've always had such a healthy friendship and even like living on different coasts, we've been able to stay friends and be there for each other through all of life's ups, ups and downs. And then we started this podcast together and it really like, not necessarily tested our friendship, but it just it, it made shifted us, the dynamic. Yeah, it mm-hmm. shifted the dynamic and made us put us in situations where we had to com- have conversations that we would have otherwise never had to yeah. have before, where we did have different opinions mm-hmm. or we handle certain elements of conflict differently mm-hmm. and where like we actually it, did have sit downs yeah. <laughs> we have to sit down yeah. Kayla has to schedule them for when yeah. she's ready yeah. and I just cry and yell until yeah. she's ready I need more time we hadn't we had to learn this about each other I need more time to, to process, make, to process things mm-hmm. and make decisions and be clear-minded and come to the situation like that and Candace is like ready to handle it right now so mm-hmm. we have to find yeah. the, the happy medium right I just that. need to be told that everything okay and then when we'll talk about it in the future and like I, but I can't just be like left yeah in the yeah. yeah left to spiral yeah. yes I spiral yeah I spiral and, and it's the same where we learned so much about ourselves within the relationship mm-hmm. and just in life so it's a good friendship when you and business relationship when you can learn things like that did you like because both of you are married right we are so then was did you feel like you were more equipped to deal with this partnership because you had already had partnerships that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't feel more equipped. In fact, I thought, I think I thought I was more equipped. And then when that situations like that happened, I thought, oh, wait, I need to rethink all this. this <laughs> yeah. So I think it might've been the opposite. I don't know if my marriage had anything to do with it. Maybe it did. And I just don't know. Yeah. I think my, uh, yeah, I think my experience with going to like counseling with my husband or uh, my own therapy or even just being a parent, I think definitely makes me kind of check in on my feelings. And something I'm also trying to get better about is if I need to cry, I just need to cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and to like, cry. I know. And I'm not always the best at that. My husband would laugh at me because he'd be like, yes, you are. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just kind of like speaking clearly with how I feel. So maybe it helped a little bit, but I think it's honestly, it was such a fish out of water experience because also like you and like Kayla and I have not had 
we've just not had a friendship of conflict. I think I yeah. can count on like there had maybe been one other experience mm-hmm. when we were like 21 and 23. And it was like, what was that about? <laughs> we, we've talked about it on a previous episode with Such our friend Nina. Um, but we may or may not have gotten arrested. And then it was, I was dating someone at the time that kind of maybe like talked about it on publicly publicly oh yeah. got it and got she thought it. it was hilarious and i thought it was the worst thing in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. so got it got it yes so but then yeah that, that i was just and then since then we had not had any but that's Conflict. yeah but it's interesting it's important i think that like it's so easy to say you know to generalize this is a general statement that yeah there's a boys club especially you guys working in comedy mm-hmm. it's a very boys club and it just feels like sometimes i think men are competitive but then also lift each other up in a way that you know it's said society says that women don't and i think that it's nice to see like no women can lift each other up and they can disagree with each other mm-hmm. and they can have different like different feelings at one time mm-hmm. and they can like make mistakes or learn or grow or be right mm-hmm. and progress and like we're good at communication that and is it's something all okay it's all that. okay it's okay to do it all yeah i've changed a lot i've i've changed like uh, there's i think like nothing that i did at 25 that i would do now <laughs> <laughs> like i yeah i've changed uh, immensely and and so have you Do you guys still have uh, friends from when you were younger, like in elementary school or high school or one? Really? I have one Uh, childhood uh, friend, but we weren't friends like teenage through college through until a few years ago. So I don't know if it really counts. Um, That counts. Okay, thanks. (laughs) I think that counts. But just saying that like we weren't always close, you know, so like my personality sort of like drifted apart and then came back together. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend from high school, but she, she, keeps in she's better at keeping in like she keeps in touch with me more but I have friends from college I'm more like friends with with people from college um but no I mean I don't I I kind of um I grew up like in a little bit of a religious community and um and I ended up being queer so I kind of what I hate this joke (laughs) god damn it um but yeah so I so I I when I left for college or, or a little bit after college, um, I was kind of like, like, guys, I don't think our lifestyles match up. <laughs> you seem to want to, um, be married and go to synagogue. And I got, I got other plans. <laughs> what was that like growing up? No, knowing, right. You mm-hmm, knew. Mm-hmm. And then did you just keep it to yourself? And yeah. Then, wow. Yeah. I was like, table it and come back to this when you're older. No, I, I knew I had, um, I had a, a couple of friends that I had told. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like this whole story where I had this girl that I had like a on and off again, whatever with. And, um, and I, I call her my moonlight, uh, like the movie moonlight. Yeah. Was <laughs> but, she a part of the religious community that you were in? She as went well? to my religious school. Yeah, yeah. But she was not, um, she was part of like the punk art kids kind of, which like I always sort of tried to be part of. Uh, and she was a year older and, um, she, yeah, she just, uh, we like sort of would make out and had this like on and off, whatever. But I was, I was terrified, terrified. And she like later, I, I met up with her like 15 years later and I was like, uh, and she, and she was like, oh, I would have just like dated you. And I was like, you what? And she's like, yeah, like we could have just like dated at school. And I was like, no, we couldn't. Like, I, she didn't know. I was like, I was flipping out every time. And she's like, you were? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I was, this was like, I would be dizzy. I would think that everyone knew. I would have like paranoid hallucinations that everyone was like looking at me and knew. Like, I was fully losing my mind during this. Yeah. Did you feel like it was wrong at that point or? No, I just felt like, what What am I going to do? Walk around school with a girlfriend? What, what, what do we think? What are we playing at here? Um, like I was like, that would be, I just, the idea of, of talk, my parents obviously would have been completely fine, uh, which they are now, but like, and I knew they were very liberal and I knew they wouldn't care, but I just, I didn't want to tell them for some reason. And I just was very, uh, I don't know. I just was like real terrified of it. Cause I had a lot of female friends that used lesbian as a pejorative, gotcha, you know, like, yeah. Oh, that girl's such a lesbian. Stop being so get dikey or whatever. And then, um, and so I just was like, I can't, I don't, I don't think I can handle this. And so, but then when I talked to her, she was like, 
oh, I would have been like fine with being ostracized. I was already ostracized for being like a punk, like who cares? And I was like, I can't believe how chill you were about all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe like in your mind, this was just chill. And in my mind, I was like, she told one friend. Having the argument with no, you. Yeah, you're I know. It, yeah. <laughs> she, t- I mean, she and I never talked about it. And she told one friend and that one friend came up to me one time and was like, don't hurt her. And I was like, I'm going to throw up that somebody knows. Wow. And like, and so, I mean, I don't know. I, I, we never talked about it. She and I until like much later. Wow. And I had no idea that she was completely fine. And she had no idea that I was flipping out every day. (laughs) So you moved away from all of that and Mm -hmm. kind of just good riddance left it behind. And you, Mm -hmm. besides your family, it seems like you still are in contact with your family, but no other friends from that um, I stayed in touch with them a bit, mm-hmm. but I was out in college. Like the first day I yes. was like, I was liberated. I, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then I, uh, but I was like, not good at it. I just like, didn't know what I was doing. And then, um, what does that mean? Not good at it. I didn't hang out with other queer people. I was like, I, I was very, I didn't know what type, I didn't know what type of people I was interested in. So I would, I would just kind of like whatever, Per, like I had boyfriends and then whoever would kind of like talk to me, I was like, okay, sure. Like there were a lot of straight girls that I was like hooking up with. And then I would cry and be like, why don't they love me? And it'd be like, well, they're straight. Like, I just wasn't like, I just wasn't good at, I didn't have community. I didn't have, um, I, I never went out to like gay events. I never went to gay bars. I just was not, I didn't prioritize it in mm. any way, the way that I do now. And I, and I was like, I, I don't know. I just wasn't good at that kind of thing. And I just, and then. Um, when did that begin to change? When I got to LA. Pretty much when I got to LA. Yeah, uh, like I wouldn't have known that, that that was true before. Oh, I was not. Yeah, I was not. But it's not. changed more. In, it's changed in the last few years. It's changed the most when you went to A camp. Yeah, 2016. What's A camp? do you like to know? A <laughs> <laughs> camp is a, a a camp that's uh, once a year that's put on by autostraddle.com, which is like a, a queer women's lifestyle website. And it's it's like, um, you know, 300, 400 people from all over the world, uh, like queer, uh, non-binary trans people. And um, it's at a like a Ramah camp. It's at like a nice camp place. And you just... In an, it's usually in Ojai and you just go and you're there for a week, just hanging out, going to the pool, doing campfire stuff. Like there's performances. Like adult camp. Yeah. Adult camp. Like so yeah. much fun. It's great. It's really, really great. And so like I started going in 2016 and, and it's once a year. Um, and I met a lot of friends through that and that some of them live in LA and it's kind of like, it, it kind of, I had like a breakdown the first time I went. Cause I was, I just had never been around that much. Like, community or people like me. And so I kind of lost my mind for a second. The few months after I got back, I sort of went a little, I was, I just was like, oh my God. And you could do this and you could date this kind of person. You could do whatever you want. And I, I could just like, I don't know. I was so overwhelmed. I think it was like also the first time, maybe I'm wrong, that you felt comfortable really presenting as, as queer yeah, in your outward appearance. Yeah. I cut my hair off pretty much. Stopped Uh, wearing dresses. Yeah. Uh, and like, which was funny. I, I mean, I felt more like I had to do that if I had a, a male partner because mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted people to be like, oh, look at that lesbian. And then if I had a boyfriend, they would be like, okay, she's bi, I guess. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't want them to, I wanted them to assume the other way first, which like had not been the case. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. When to start a family is a completely personal decision. Some women want kids now, others want to wait 10 years. No matter what your plan, consider taking an at-home hormone fertility test from Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility gives you the knowledge and information you need to plan ahead, all just for $159. The same test costs over $1,000 at a doctor's office, and you can use an FSA or HSA. Plus, Modern Fertility ships your kit to your home and gives you your physician-reviewed results in a few days. All tests are conducted in a CLIA-certified lab, and Modern Fertility's team of physicians and clinical advisors lead some of the nation's top fertility clinics. The quizzes are super easy, super convenient. They just take about a few minutes and you answer questions about how old you are, how many kids you want, whether or not you're on birth control, um, if your periods are regular, and it just gives you an 
easy access to looking at what your fertility looks like, especially if you're planning ahead for having kids in the future. What I love so much about Modern Fertility is how accessible it is. It arrives right to your door, and when you order it, make sure you explore the timeline tool. Take advantage of that because it makes the process so much easier. Visit modernfertility.com slash challenged. Take their fertility quiz and get $20 off your modern fertility test. That's modernfertility.com slash challenged to take the fertility quiz and get $20 off. Modernfertility.com slash challenged. Dreaming of a beach vacation? Start planning your escape to Panama City Beach, Florida. Imagine spending your days doing the things you love, all in a setting of sugar-white beaches and turquoise waters. Discover endless family fun, heart-pounding thrills, eco-adventure, and romance. Make it memorable. Get up close to dolphins in their natural habitat on a boat tour. Give paddleboarding a try, or just lounge under the umbrella. There's so much fun, it'll make your family's head spin. Make it exhilarating. Find your thrills flying on a jet ski, kayaking at sunset, or snorkeling in turquoise waters. It's everything an adrenaline junkie lives for. Make it incredible. Bike along the beach, take an airboat tour, or explore the secluded beauty of two state parks. PCB offers one eco-adventure after another. Make it special with a romantic getaway. Relax and reconnect with dining on the beach, breathtaking sunsets, and enough music to dance the night away. So make it yours. Make it Panama City Beach, your real fun beach. Plan your escape now at visitpanamacitybeach.com. Letty Lou makes comfortable, luxurious leather sandals in a variety of beautiful and versatile styles. Purchase a pair for yourself or order the matching mother-daughter set for an added element of family fun. They're made with a soft goatskin leather, allowing the sandals to stretch to your foot without the painful blister-filled break-in periods of most shoes. Lenny Lou's Goddess Collection is currently available for a limited time only, and they will sell out quickly, so don't wait. And this is the best part. If you don't love your Lenny Lou's, just send them back for a full refund, so you really have nothing to lose. You guys, my little daughter Poppy was just born and Lenny Lou has given us a matching set of sandals and I am so excited to wear them and to match. Go to LennyLou.com and enter promo code directionallychallenged to get 20% off plus free shipping and sign up for their newsletter to be the first to hear when new styles are released. That's L-E-N-N-Y-L-U.com promo code directionallychallenged for 20% off. So once you felt more comfortable in like your own skin validated, we Mm -hmm. kind of at our age now, like know who we are. Do you guys find it easier or harder to make friends? You're good at making friends. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it's making friends is it's very similar to dating in that, like, you're going to have a lot of like hits and misses and you're going to have like a lot of like one-off coffee dates that don't really lead anywhere. And then like, (laughs) you know, every, every once in a while you get lucky and like, oh man, they entered this friend group and it gets serious. (laughs) Like, So I, I really feel like it's like you, you know more what you value and Mm -hmm. you know more like what you're clicking with. Um, and also understanding that like different people will have different like priorities in your life and different levels of friendship, which I think is something I understand better now. Whereas like before it was like, everyone must be my best friend. (laughs) And now it's like, well, I have some friends who are like good friends and people who are more like acquaintances, you know, and like there's value in all of that. Yeah. I always try to tell our teenagers like, it's all good. Like sometimes you just have friends that are social friends Mm -hmm. or sometimes you just have friends that you see at this one event, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's okay. Like it's, it's okay if, if one person doesn't get along, but then you have to remind yourself when you're an adult too, that that also continues to happen. It just doesn't stop. Have you guys ever had to break up with a friend? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We just talked about this on our show briefly or a little bit, but yeah, Allison, Allison's had some experience there. <laughs> what? Allison? Yeah, Allison's lost her friends. Yeah. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I just mean you brought it up on our show. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just recently have like parted ways with someone who was like my best friend for years. And so that's been tough. But I also, again, I'm like, that's life. That's not a reflection of me so much as just a reflection that that relationship has ended. And mm. I, I go forth and prosper. It's yeah. true, though. It's like... It is its own form of relationships, mm-hmm. and and you can have one thing with your partner, but then it's 
I find it so necessary to have a group of friends outside of my relationship Mm -hmm. that I can talk to about things, lean on, that we just have our own communication and dialogue. Um, And yeah, and sometimes it's sad, but it's like you friendships break up too. And it's weird when it's not even messy. I feel like in my 20s, friendships ended and they were really messy. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, the friend that sleeps with your ex. Yeah, some sort of drama. Yeah, the drama of it all. And it's that's what I found interesting about friendships in my 30s is that it's kind of like you just like a, a recent friendship that has parted ways, which is, you know, I and uh, but I know that we could both look at each other and be like, this is just where we're at right now. Yeah. And like, wish you There's, the best, no hard feelings. It's just like, I don't have the emotional capacity to like maintain this relationship. Yeah. There's a maturity in accepting it yeah. and yeah. just knowing on both ends, okay, we're just not what we were before mm-hmm. and that's okay. Right. I like now there's been some stuff where people that have kind of peripherally been in my life are now like more important and are becoming like closer to me, which is really like, I- I'm happy about that. I'm like excited. Like, one of our our friends, uh, I knew this girl for a long time and then she and her and her girlfriend broke up and then somehow we've ended up with the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm some, seeing her later. Yeah, like somehow the, the girlfriend is, has stayed our friend more than the person we knew longer. But like, I'm happy about that. I like her. <laughs> um, and she's become like one of the top people in my life, which I did not see that happening. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have predicted that. And then it, like another friend of mine, uh, I've known for a long time, but we just went on like a work trip together. Like randomly, we were both, uh, wrote books for the same publisher and I had a f- great time with her. And I was like, you guys want to hang out all the time? <laughs> and then like yesterday she's in San Francisco. And yesterday I was like, I miss you. <laughs> like, and that's like, I was like, wow, look at this blossoming. That's so exciting. So we kind of talked about relationships a little bit. Um, do you, we've gotten the question a lot from our listeners of like, what do you do when you don't really like the person that your friend or your best friend is dating? Have you guys ever encountered what? that in your friendship? Or is that I too sensitive? Toss or? it over to Allison. No. Uh, I just tell Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. just tell her right away? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or it's, uh, it's a mix of either not liking them as who they are or a mix of not liking them for her. Yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, those are two pretty different things. She's pretty straight up. Yeah, we could read texts from like two days ago. Or yeah, good into it. Yeah, <laughs> very, very. Allison. Al, one thing about Allison is she does not do small talk, and she also like does not do, like doesn't mince words. Now, Gabby, on your end, do you appreciate that, or do you wish that she held her tongue a little bit? <laughs> well, it's interesting because with my last relationship, which ended in March, um, I went to I went to camp, and uh, in in June. And everyone and everyone at camp like knew about the breakup and they were all like, oh, yeah, we didn't like her. And I was like, well, where the fuck were you guys? Yeah. And Allison was like one of the only people who was straight up like, I don't like this person. <laughs> and um, and they were they were all kind of like, well, what are we supposed to say? Like, you guys are like together and you have matching tattoos. And like, I don't know. What are we supposed to say at that point? And I was like, I don't know. Allison said it. <laughs> so um, I wonder if the, what would you have preferred then? Uh, because I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because did it go well when you said it, Allison? Did Gabby, did you take it well? Because mm. I've been on both sides of this conversation. Not with my husband. I feel like my friends actually like my husband most well, of the time they more. say than, that to you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm not going to say it all the time. Like I've had friends where I've expressed it and they've said, shut up. And then I shut up. You Mm -hmm. know, I think that with Gabby, I can sort of sense when a relationship is heading downhill and when she maybe needs to hear it more Mm -hmm. than before. And so, yeah, you'll say your piece. And then like two days ago, you said your piece and then you said, I, I will now stop talking about it (laughs) (laughs) unless, unless you want me to, like, unless you want to discuss it. But But that's such a key thing to know, to know your friend well enough to know when to say it to them and how often, Mm -hmm. and if they do are ready to hear it or not. And I think that is key. And that you can mess up and I'm sure I mess it up all the time. Um, but I hope that my friends know that it's coming from a place of me wanting them to be happy. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that you're, you're, very observant to like to call her detective alibi Raskin. Um, (laughs) so like she'll, 
she'll kind of be like, people will be standing weird in a picture and she'll be like, they broke up. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, how did you do that? Like, she's just very in tune with that. In, in tune. So like, and she's, and she's almost a hundred percent right always. And so it's like this, this thing where I think people are not ready to hear it. Like, she'll be like, you know what your problem is? And people are like, I don't want to know what our problem is. Like, it's been four months. You know what I mean? Like, I think you just have some, you have a thing where you're like, well, I can see it. Why can't everybody else see it? Now, here's another taboo thing to talk about. So, Gabby, you have a another podcast about money, right? Yeah. Called Bad With Money. Yeah. Do you guys talk to your friends about money? Because that's another thing that's really hard. Mm-hmm. We found it like within our group of female friends or just women in general, I feel like whenever anyone wants to talk about money, it's like, I know we're not supposed to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about dollars, you know? And yeah, it's like, do. why don't we talk about it more openly? Gabby and I talk about money for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Very bluntly and openly. Um, I have a harder time talking about it with my other friends mm-hmm. and I don't really talk about it with my other friends. You kind of always want to know how people are making money though. You're confused constantly. Oh, that's just <laughs> yeah. me being nosy. But um, I started dating my boyfriend like five months ago and pretty early on we had like a very explicit in detail conversation about finances about like what we are making, what our savings are, what our goals are, Mm -hmm. uh, all of that. And I'd never done that with a partner before. And it was like the best thing that we could have done. And it like alleviated so much tension and uncomfortableness that, that I'd had in other relationships. And, you know, because there's, you're not always going to make the same amount. And Mm -hmm. what does that look like? And is that okay? And what do you, what do you want out of life? And what are, it, it's just a good thing to do. And I encourage people to do it earlier than later to, so that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. It's more just like, okay, so on my mom's side, I have three uncles and two aunts and I also have a 401k and yeah. like, you know, yeah. just yeah. get That's into it. Great relationship advice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. I, I'd had this business opportunity and I, I genuinely was curious as to whether it was if like if the price was right mm-hmm. and I knew mm-hmm. other women that were in the same field. Mm-hmm. And so I had never done this before really, but I called a friend and I was like, Hey, you know, can we talk about money real yeah. quick? And she was like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. can. And I was like, I know this feels very strange. Like, <laughs> but I'm going to start saying numbers now, <laughs> but like, but I was like, this is, this should be, okay like and, otherwise and you're just all, in the dark about it right. too yeah. and that's how people take advantage that's of what you. i was about to say if you yeah. don't talk then they can get away with so much yes. stuff yes yeah that's why salary tra- transparency is important that's why like when we started doing brand deals i remember one time i asked akila hughes like what is this place paying you by the way and then we, they were paying us less mm-hmm. yeah i was like um knock knock excuse me good um and like i did a panel one time or i, I did a speech at a, a festival And this girl that was going after me that was doing essentially the same thing was like, hey, what are they paying you? She DM'd me. And I was like, oh, they're paying me this. And she was like, they're paying me way less than that. And I was like, well, tell them I sent you. Good. Yeah. And then they raised her rate. Yeah. I was like, you can use my name. I don't care. (laughs) That's so empowering. That's fantastic. And that's been, I think that's how uh, you can have like, you can make like noticeable change basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women need to be talking about this. Absolutely. Well, I want to talk about your guys's books. Mm. You have two books. Everyone I know that's written a book, which I I'm feel very cool being able to say, we know people that have written books. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys have, I hate everyone, but you a novel about best friends, which was a, a New York times bestseller and your newest book, please send help. Yes. Um, how was writing a book together? Uh, uh, we rented an office and we sat across from each other with Google Docs open and, um, and we, this one was slightly easier, I think, than the last one. Yeah. You weren't there for all of it. I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was, you you were pretty busy. And so I was for the tail end of it. I was like, like the last the bad with money book. Yeah. Um, and so like there was, uh, there, the the last the first one I think we felt a lot of anxiety and pressure about because like we it was the first one and we wanted to get on the bestseller list and there was all this these expectations and stuff and mm-hmm. so we were bickering and fighting a bit more on that one and then for please send help it was like mostly we were sort of like we don't have the plot as planned out and we kind of just have all these goofy ideas and how is this going to come together in any way and then 
Um, and then that was kind of the hardest part about it. But we've definitely fought about while writing the books for sure. Do you think it's your way of challenging each other because you know within your friendship what the other person's capable of? Or do you think it's really just like, you know, two creatives butting heads? It is two creatives butting heads. And also like we... Uh, we ended up the one of the fights we had in during the first book, we ended up using it in the book um, mm. as a fight that the characters have. So uh, for better or worse, you know, like, cool, that sparked something. But uh, but yeah. And then, you know, it's good to have a partnership, though, because there there are like things that happen that are like, you know, I, I was still doing the bad with money book while this was going on. And I was like just it was like all these things were happening in like a crunch period basically so yeah it was like it it was a little bit easier because like you kind of took over the last third you had her back yeah yeah Yeah. so uh yeah for me the right I don't like writing with another person so that worked out great for me (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I mean I we just had a crazy deadline and I like it was a really I, yeah. short deadline. And yeah. I, and we had a lot of stuff that we felt was important that we wanted to get in the book too. And so it was like a period in my life where my parents, my parents own where I live and I pay them rent as my cool landlords. And then they decided <laughs> that they wanted to renovate. And so they decided to renovate just as I was coming up on book deadline and also a deadline for my scripted podcast. Thanks um, mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, it was really great. And, um, and it was like the busiest time of my career and like, I couldn't be in my home. (laughs) And so I like, you know, was like writing like in some Pasadena hotel, like trying to hit my thousand words a day, Mark. And just like, you know, I normally, I like observe business hours and business weeks with writing, but I was like writing on the weekends and just like trying to get this fucking thing done. (laughs) I forgot about you living in that hotel. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So Gabby's like, oh, yeah, it was e- way easier. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the hotel. Yeah, that final stretch was a bit tough. But oh, my God. I got it done. Well, you, you guys know? have a fun uh, tour coming up as well to yes. promote yeah. the books yeah. and your podcast. Uh, do you guys, have you guys done a lot of traveling together? We have. We have. All within the continental United States, unfortunately. Oh. I know. Please bring us to Asia and Australia. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wanna- Is it all work-related <laughs> trips or any just like fun? I went to Mexico with your family. Oh, so, Okay. So that's the what? continental North America. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. go to Mexico, but we didn't North travel together. Yeah, we took separate. But when you travel for, do you travel well together? Because that's a thing. Um, if, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, you guys <laughs> similar? Uh, no, not similar. No, at all. <laughs> I pack. I I'm like my suitcase is um, noticeably smaller and a mess, which which is to be expected. And Allison's suitcase is bigger, and everything is sectioned out, and the shoes are in plastic bags, and the clothes are in plastic bags. Yeah, I have OCD. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think this is one of the first tours where we're going to have to stay in the same room for part of it. Mm-hmm. And so part of what I think made it easier in the past is like we still have our own space to go back to. So good luck. Well, maybe. Yeah. There's well, your third book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. There's your third book, guys. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, it's it's intense and it's worth it. But we stayed together at Sundance. Um, and I, we stayed in a a loft area together. So I was upstairs and she was downstairs and I went out that night with like an ex-boyfriend and we went out like drinking and I came and I also went to sleep and I came back and I was asleep upstairs. I came back late and she, I heard her coming up the stairs and she like burst open the door and was like, Oh good. You're alive. And I, and I was like, that's sweet. And then I was like, wait, you're in workout clothes did you work out before checking on me? And she was like, well, I don't know if you were dead, you would already be dead. And I was like, it was a quick video. What? <laughs> it was a hit workout. Those are fast. <laughs> I was like, at first, like, this is so sweet. And then she was, I was like, you did fucking pushups before you came out here. Steps in. Well, I was ready to attack whoever was. Oh, okay. You know? so I was swollen. <laughs> yeah. You guys, it is time for a best friend off. Okay. Yes. Are we ready? We are ready. ready. Yeah. Game style we've got a series of questions I know you guys have questions for us okay we're each gonna ask them and and see if your guys's answers match up do we we might have to write them on paper or are we just gonna say them at the same just time say them. oh okay. say them at the same oh, time wow. okay. I have mine right all right now. all right would you guys like to go first or are you guys ready for our hot heat that's gonna come at you we'll go first so the question is if you had to eat one food forever what would it be so now, so am I saying Candace's? You're saying Candace's, and Candace is saying Candace's. Oh, okay, 
Ready? Okay. Do you know it? Um, wait, hold on. My food forever. I know it. I know it instantly. <laughs> I do. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Okay. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. And okay. I think, oh God, yours is hard. I've got two options. No, no, no. Just do yours first. Okay. Yours. Fine. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Hummus. Pizza. Oh. <gasps> oh, oh wait, no. wait, wait. You would eat hummus for the rest of your life? Oh, that's, well, that's that, a lot. like the one that I eat the most. You order you pizza like, and then. eat pizza all the time. I should have just said wine. We well, should have yeah. both gotten that one right. <laughs> okay, now, okay, now Kayla's. Okay, ready? Okay. Ready? Oh, one, one, two, two three. three. Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> We're clearly so tired. Sure. Over. Do you guys have Friendship to break? <laughs> over. Dang. Okay, we're down one. Okay, you guys. Um, okay, when was your BFF's first kiss? In their life? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for Gabby, I get, like we're doing age? Uh, uh, yeah, or age okay. or like grade, I guess. Okay, I'll accept both answers. One, for you, one, one two, two, three, three twelve. Seventh grade, yeah, twelve, seventh grade. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. For okay. Allison? One, one two, two, three, ten. Fifteen. Ish. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Okay. Okay. It was over a summer. One to zero. <laughs> Damn it. All right, all right. We've been monetizing for a lot longer than you guys. (laughs) Also, that guy's gay now. In a a turn of events, your your guy, my first kiss is gay. I'm like 90% sure mine is as well. (laughs) (laughs) I got to do some Facebook stalking. I'm pretty sure. Hit us with the second question. We're ready for the comeback. Here we go. What, this could, it's sort of like favorite movie, but what movie would Candace show someone to make sure that they understood Candace? Oh, that's really good. Oh, um, I don't know if you're going to get this. If I'm going to get it? Yeah. Well, say your truth. Um, okay. I know what it is. I don't think okay. you're going to okay. get it. Okay. I might not. Okay. I, I don't think I will either, but I, I have a good movie that I... Okay. 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 Go ahead. One, two... Oh, you just say it and then I'll... Three. My Girl. No. Oh. I know. No, what it's French it? Kiss with mm. Kevin Klein and Meg Ryan. <laughs> I've never seen that. I need to see My that. My favorite. And you can't do it anywhere on video demand. I got the DVD and always get the DVD player out to watch it. You get... You have I can't to take find the DVD it anywhere. No, well, that I'll or come now back and later. Then. And I'll you can't watch, watch now and then anywhere. Really? Fun fact. Yeah, that's so sad. Real that life. Is this terrible. is the world we're living in, guys. This is. By the, the way, world. I'm really embarrassed at how we're failing at this game. <laughs> I know. I mean, too. my questions. My <laughs> questions are hard. I'm trying to think about your favorite movie or like the movie you'd go to. I know, I, I've, yeah, I know the movie, but I don't know uh, if you're going to get it either. I, wow. Like, but no, I'm trying to think like '90s rom-com. Or not 90. Uh, no like, cheating. You no cheating. She's all that. I don't know. What no, A League of Their Own. Oh, oh that's great a good movies. one. These are good okay. movies. Damn it. All right. These are okay. very good movies. Now I'm worried Question about I know yours. Two, what is your biggest pet peeve about your BFF? You have to answer what the other person, what their biggest pet peeve is about you. <laughs> their faces right now. <laughs> Who are we doing first? God, there's so many. Uh, I know. We'll so go you, Allison. Said that, that there's so many. I was thinking there's so many that you could say about me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we'll do my biggest pet peeve about you. Yeah. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three dirty. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> lying. No, I hate the lying. Yeah. Can stop <gasps> Are they like little fibs? Are you like yeah. a little fibber? She's like a, a hyper exaggerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, no, not oh. even ex- exaggerating. And then also just like lying for no reason. <laughs> for sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i would call that more like a real problem do you <laughs> lie about your name at starbucks like is that like no, enough to get you no it's just like i don't even know how to explain it it makes no sense it's probably rooted in childhood trauma but, <laughs> but that's for another book and podcast okay so um, your biggest pet peeve about me uh, yeah it's an uh, okay okay one, One, two, two three. three. Too many questions. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, but I felt bad because it's it's rooted in the OCD. So I felt like I was being an asshole. It's okay. I'm asking the same fucking question over and over again. But what were you going to say? Control freak? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. But I but also but you really wanted to say I want I didn't know if it was mean because it's it, it's rooted in OCD but it's it's a lot of repetitive questions. We'll, we'll give it to you. That works. Yeah. Damn it. But I I meant more like I asked you too many questions. So I I if I'm being honest and not lying, I don't think we deserve it. Hmm? I meant oh, it in a yeah, different yeah, yeah. way than okay, what you so said. We didn't, we we didn't, didn't deserve okay. it. Well, that's you, very honest of you guys. You but do. I will guess your movie from their question, and yeah. it's true romance. Yes. And guess mine. 
Uh, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> We've well, really got to step up our game. You know, I, I prepared a, a tiebreaker question, but it doesn't look like we're going to need it. So, oh my god, that is you being alibi Raskin, you detective. You sniff things out, and I'm like, stop asking. Yeah. Okay. Um, true. You want to okay. do one more? One more round? Yeah. Oh, one more right. round. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Um. Okay. If you don't want to do this one, you can say. But um, who is their worst ex? Oh, oh! I love this question. I mean, I'll say it. I know who I know who you're gonna say, but I'm trying to think about yours. You, oh, you know, I know who you're gonna say. Do I? I don't know if I want to say his name though. Sorry, listeners, we are going to bleep these names, but just to prove that we got it right, we're gonna say it. Okay, my worst ex on three. One, two, three. three. Your worst ex on three. One, two, three. Okay, we got that one right. <laughs> and after we're done recording, I want to hear more. About yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> oh, Ooh, can we do that one for you guys? Oh, oh God. that's tough. Yeah, there's so many again. Um, okay, well, wait, they've stumped us pretty well. Okay, okay, and okay, I think okay. maybe we've got one. Name all of your BFFs immediate family members. Oh, easy. Okay. Damn, damn it. This uh, one could this one could have really been shaken up at a certain point, but go on. Uh, I mean, I it doesn't need to be the same time. So it's a, yeah. Yeah. Mark, Karen, Josh, Cheyenne, Jason. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Ken, Ruth, Jocelyn, and then Jocelyn's kids, Vienna and Bella, <sighs> and then Jocelyn's husband, Joe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, you guys win. <laughs> winners. <laughs> winners. winners. You don't know each other's immediate family. No, we do. Okay. We do. <laughs> I There's just, just a lot of names. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh-huh. sometimes it can be tricky with the names. I get it. I but get it's it. okay. You guys win. Thank you guys for coming on our podcast today. <laughs> and I think you've proved with your podcast just between us that you guys are the best friends of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Where Thank can our you. listeners find you guys? Yeah. So just between us is our podcast. It's wherever podcasts are. It's on Stitcher Network. And then um, we have a book called Please Send Help. Perfect. Do you actually Candace, I'm really embarrassed that we were so bad at our game we <laughs> that we failed. came up with. And then the only answer we did get right. We had to bleep. We had to bleep. But that's okay. You <laughs> know what? Okay. I'm still bleeping proud to be your best friend, <laughs> same, Kayla. Same, same. And you know what? Part of friendship and all relationships is you learn as you grow. And now we have a bunch of movies that we can watch together. Yes. Now I know whenever you're having a bad day, I will put on a league of their own. Same. And I will. Oh, no. I already forgot your movie. I am pregnant. It's okay. And it's, it's been okay. a while. You you get the pregnancy brain. It's French Kiss. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah, Kevin kiss. Klein, Meg Ryan. I mean. And we have to get a DVD player out. And I've got my DVD player I'll bring out for that <laughs> special occasion. That's the cutest thing. I just um, want to watch you bring it out. And we'll eat pizza and hot dogs. Yes. And hummus. And hummus. <laughs> I'm still so shocked that you said hummus. Oh, and Mexican food. Only because hummus is a dip. And you usually require other things with hummus. But no, you would just eat hummus. <laughs> well, I just buy so much of it. You do. You're right. I do. You're it's, a dip queen. You I like am your a dips. dip queen <laughs> i know it's my thing um i just I, I i hope that other our listeners out there are just really remem- reminding themselves the importance of community and other people in your life to help you build you up when you need it because i'm so grateful that we've been able to have this friendship for so long and we have friends that we have together that are same friends for you and myself, Kayla. Mm -hmm. And then also we have amazing friends outside of our friendship, which is so important. That's really true. And one thing I'm going to take that you, you brought up is that you, it's really important to you to have friends outside of your marriage. And I think a lot of times in life, people will get married and they will, uh, the dynamic in their life changes and they don't make friends as much of a priority. And that is something that you and I have both not done. We've made sure our marriages are priority, but also our friendships. And when I was in your wedding, you wrote this beautiful note to all of us that said, you were my first love. You were my best friend. And now I'm going to have this other love in life, but you will always remain one of my first loves. And um, I just think that's such a beautiful thing to to say to a friend and to really mean it. And um, friendship is really important in life. And I think that we talk about it a lot on this podcast because it is something that gets you through the hard times in life. So I'm really grateful to have you too. I'm grateful to have you, (laughs) Thelma. 
<laughs> Louise. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for an all new episode of Directionally Challenged. Directionally Challenged. Dreaming of a beach vacation? Get away to the sugar white sands and turquoise waters of Panama City Beach, Florida. You'll discover endless family fun, heart pounding thrills, eco adventure, and romance. So make it memorable. Make it yours at Panama City Beach, the real fun beach. Plan your escape now at visitpanamacitybeach.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.